FM 104 switched on and I'm joined by Luke Delaney from News. Hello. Hey Louise, great to be back on. Thank you very much. So we were chatting about Oren O'Kelly, currently doing the Dakar rally. How is he getting on? So we're through the eighth stage. Oren's still up there. He's in 58 position at the moment. You know, it's the the most gruelling race on the planet. It's fantastic that he's still in there. We've seen so many people have to pull out and, and sadly Drew poor injuries and, and really bad things happening along the way but thankfully Oren's still there representing the tricolour uh, and he's getting on great so I managed to have a, a bit of a chat with him over the weekend and mm-hmm. he's in a very good spirits Because it is so stage 8 that's 8 out of 12 so like he's over halfway there He is and you know he's, he's travelled probably about 6,000 kilometres at this stage when I was speaking to him on Saturday he was saying that you know he's gone the distance of Saudi Arabia with wise and we all wow. know how, how big it is so he's done absolutely fantastically well I know in between you don't really get your rest periods as we might think you end up doing 800 kilometres on a bike and then you might have to sleep then for five or six hours on the ground of the desert or, or camp out so it's certainly taking its toll on him you know it, it's very tough and it's real self-sufficient and self-survival out there but he's doing fantastic and you know you see the backing that he's getting over here as well it's, it's great to see the support for him Yeah because that is the thing like you're going all day and you're out in the heat and you're in the desert and then you go back to wherever is home for the night and you don't really get a proper night sleeps you're kind of running on fumes that, almost aren't that's you that's it exactly and you must have like serious adrenaline let's say if you finish one of them long stages 700 kilometres and never mind the physical to- toll that it's taking but the mental toll as well and you finish you get over that finish line and then you might just end up being on the floor in a sleeping bag yeah. so it's not any type of glamour that they're used to I think he took a, a big hit when one of his teammates was ruled out through injury he broke his foot on, after stage 3 so he was saying that David Mabs was a, a big impact on him and you know kind of he's very experienced he's done the Dakar a couple of times and was kind of lifting them up when they were feeling a bit down so he's down to just one teammate at the moment but the two of them are doing fantastic he's physically injured at the time he's covered in bruises from little falls mm-hmm. and stuff but He's in really good spirits and he was saying that, you know, the he's came across some, some bad things, especially with that rider who was very badly injured when he saw in the opening few stages, but it came across that and I was asking him kind of about the, the mental strain that that would take apart from the physical to get back up and he was saying that, you know, it, it was tough and that you do overthink as such, but um, he's doing fantastic. And this is the thing, so obviously he's prepared as much as he can do for the race. He's very good at what he does, but it is then when the mind has to then take over and kind of push you on really, isn't it? Exactly, and there's so much preparation that you can almost do for the physical side of things and learning the routes and getting Mm -hmm. them hours on the bike, but you don't actually know how you're going to be until you get on that bike and and you're in your own head. I was actually talking to him about the very first stage and it went on and on and on and he he couldn't believe that he went for almost 200 kilometres and there was no one beside him. He was convinced himself, I've gone the wrong way, I've done all these months, these years of training and all to be lost at the very, very first stage. But thankfully that wasn't the case. He was just on a, a slightly different path, but he was on the right navigational route. So it went good and I think that mind over matter balance is, is really good and you know he, he's, he's keeping going really well as well. And that's like we mentioned it before you don't have any road signs you are kind of depending on the technology that's on the bike. And yeah and that technology it's caused quite a lot of upset I know we spoke about it last week I, you can only imagine like looking down at your screen and that beating down heat the sun straight over you hitting it instead of a instead of a scroll so we've seen so many people go off track and you know and have to use their own judgement a little bit as such so maybe it wasn't the best time to, to trial this out I know that they do have some like two day events over on the course but they've managed to, to put it straight in for the biggest one of them all it's like, Why not? Yeah. It's like trialling VAR in football <laughs> for the first time in the World Cup or something so you know it's it's quite, quite controversial but you know it's going to be just have to be one of them things that they put up with for the fi- final few stages So where is he sitting at the moment? He's in 
58 at the moment and okay. uh, when we were speaking before when I was over joined him when he was training what he wanted to do was survival for that first 50% of the stages and, and obviously we're over that now we've seen him drop 20 places in the last couple of days so he's certainly going the right way I'd love to see him break into that top 50 and you know you never know what way he can go it's uh, nearly the, the trove of coin at some stages as well but he's certainly going he said he's changed his main mentality maybe from the first couple of days where he was almost going hell for leather and mm-hmm. not getting as far as he thought and he was like slow and steady actually does do it in that terrain you have to be so careful you know if you take one little bobble on that bike even though it is a, a big bike to many people when you're going at 150 kilometers an hour and might hit a little rock or something you know you, you'd know all about it so it's better to go slow and steady and use your navigation and use your experience that you have and I think that's what he's doing now yeah especially at this point you don't want to make any mistakes 100% and he, he was also saying that what he wants to do is he just has to finish it he was speaking to some Dakar rally legends who've won it 14, 15 times wow. they're saying for your first Dakar just finish it and he's saying he was there have been times over the last week where he's like right when I'm done this I'm not doing it again I'm not doing it again but I was saying back to him you know once he gets that lie in after the first day he'll be looking for the next challenge as well so certainly wants to finish it but uh, he, he deep down I think he wants a, a nice finish I would say so and I, I totally agree with you I think right now because he's in the middle of it he's like yeah no it's really difficult no this is no we won't do this again but I do think him thinking back he'll go but I did it and I've done it well I could go further. Exactly. And you know, when people are this good and you know, an athlete of this standard as well, you almost get addicted to it. Can I better this? Can I do this? And you know, he's going to, I know he's going to have all the experience from this time around and want to just go and improve on it again and again and again. I don't know if it's his family, his girlfriend would be happy with me saying all this, but uh, (laughs) I'm sure we might see a lot more of this in the future. So what's next now for him? So next for him is the final three days. So it's going to be really, really tough again. More similar stuff again. So he's going to be starting off again in up high in the mountains, you know, the really cold temperatures and then going straight down in, wow. into the heat again. So at this time, it's, you know, you really are running on fumes, I'd say, in yourself. I don't know how you're how he's doing it, how anyone's doing it. He had a day off on Saturday to get a little bit of rest, but there was a bit of media work and then he's probably spent hours working on the bike and making sure that that was all good. The suspension was good, that the engine was right. So it wasn't really an off day. They just didn't have to, to travel hundreds and hundreds of kilometres. But um, yeah, he's in the home stretch now and hopefully next time we chat that he might have a, a high finish. Oh, we look forward to seeing it. So how can people keep track of what he's doing and how well he's doing? Absolutely. They can have a look at his social channels as well. Orno Kelly on Instagram, mm-hmm. on Facebook as well. It's fantastic. You see some of the, the biggest sites as well over there, your your motorsport.com, if they just give that a Google. But also the, the Dakar Rally app is fantastic. You can go in, you can favourite Oren as your favourite rider and it gives you a live update and a live tracker on him as soon as he gets on the bike every single day and it also yeah. shows you where he's in the standing. So definitely download that Dakar app, get behind Orno Kelly and, you know, uh, see see how he goes yeah we look forward to it 100% Jess Luke Delaney from News thank you so much for chatting to us brilliant Louise thanks a million